Hello, good morning, listeners. God bless you today. I hope you're feeling great. This is Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. It's a daily podcast, and I'm your host, Pamela Staten. Please forgive my hoarse voice today. (laughs) I had a whirlwind of a weekend, but I did not want to miss any chance to pray with you. So let us pray in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. I'd like to dedicate today's podcast to my daily mom, to my daily, oh my goodness, to my dolly mama, who I love daily. And uh, she blessed someone's company, their business, their livelihood yesterday. So I just want to let you know that God saw it and God loved it. And certainly the gentleman on the other end receiving it really, truly felt blessed. So thank you, Mom, for helping him. And I hope you enjoy the fruits of, I guess, his labor. Amen. Listeners, life is full of options. And many decisions involve a choice between following God's way or our own. The Apostle Paul, he lived in an age when sensuality, the pursuit of pleasure and rebellion against the Lord were prevalent. And in response, he wrote letters urging Christians not to follow in the ways of the world. And like those early believers, we are to pursue godliness. The Christian life, it's built around the concept of sacrifice, right? And Jesus left the perfection of heaven to dwell among a sinful people so he might reconcile us to God. He offered up his life to make payment for our sins and he brought us into his family. So as believers, we are to follow his example. And Paul called it a living sacrifice because it is an ongoing one that is repeated daily. And maturing as Christians will increasingly sacrifice our own desires to embrace his will. A life of godliness is characterized by a heart and mind that is bent towards the things of God. And although we live imperfectly, our focus is on obeying. Obeying his will and pleasing him. So today, listeners, let's commit to becoming more like Jesus the one who willingly gave himself to God as a sacrifice for us. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass.
pass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Repentance. Now, repentance simply means changing your mind and going in a different direction toward God instead of away from him. We are to recognize our vulnerability. Now, this is from Christianity.com. It says, some Christians see a fellow believer fall into sin, but fail to acknowledge that they too could easily stumble. And that's dangerous. The devil has them right where he wants them, deceived by a false sense of confidence. So listeners, remember, there are three enemies that are constantly at work trying to bring us down. And that is the devil, his world system, and our own treacherous flesh. Now, even though believers have a righteous standing before God, we must each, like Paul, acknowledge an internal problem. And that is that sin dwells inside me. The devil is going to take full advantage of this weakness. He's going to try to lure us with fleshly and worldly temptations. And he strokes our pride so that we'll be blinded to our own vulnerability to stumbling. This is serious. Christians, we need to be continually on guard. And since ignorance of the nature of sin and the strategies of the enemy and our own areas of weakness set us up for failure, listeners, we cannot afford to be careless in our thinking. And anytime you find yourself excusing, redefining, or rationalizing sin, you have lost your sensitivity to the Lord. Let me repeat that. Anytime you find yourself excusing, redefining, or rationalizing sin, you've lost your sensitivity to the Lord. And I got to raise my hand on that one, sadly. You can hear the voices in your head and churning and mulling around. Don't do it. Don't fall trap. Remember, listeners, that God's word must always fill our minds so that he can direct our steps. Now, if you feel you've drifted from the Lord by chance, immediately turn back to him. Acknowledge your sin and acknowledge full responsibility for it. Raising my hand, it works. Repentance simply means changing your mind and going in a different direction toward God instead of away from him. And the next step is even harder. <laughs> we are to respond with gratitude for the Lord's chastisement 
So if he has stopped us, if he has yanked us, if he has spanked us, respond with gratitude. Because every time believers fall into sin, God lovingly works to bring them back into his fellowship with him. And his painful discipline is painful, (laughs) but it's always good because it brings us to our senses and it reconnects us immediately to our Father. Amen. Amen. Christianity.com, it's a great resource. Stay right there. I'll be back. We've got more. We're praying. We're talking. We are building a greater relationship with the Lord. A greater relationship. You know what I mean? It's officially summer. I don't know where you live around the world. I don't know what your weather is around the world, but the season is letting us know that it is summer. And God, I want you to wrap your arms around everyone and all the plans that they have this summer. Anyone that is traveling, anyone that has traveled, may they return home safely anyone planning and preparing for travel. May all of that go together smoothly. The children are out of school. The teachers are out of school. Anyone that moves and shakes (laughs) during the summer months with that extra boost of energy, with that extra drive for fun, Please recognize that everything comes from God. He allows it. He plants the seed in our head for us to want to do it. He provides for us so that we can get through it. So life is to be lived again. It's officially summer. So go out, have a good time. You can wear white (laughs) and, uh, and just God bless you with all the plans that you're going to make and all the wonderful things that you're going to do and look for God's beauty in it. It's going to be lots of flowers, lots and lots of flowers. Amen. The best pocket prayer to use just to slow yourself down when you need to reconnect with God and get grounded is the Our Father. So let's repeat it again. Pray with me, listeners, aloud. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. 
Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Good morning, God. You've ushered in another day. Untouched and freshly new listeners. So here we come to ask you, God, if you'll renew us too. Forgive the many errors that we made yesterday and let us try again, dear God, to walk closer in thy way. And Father, we're well aware that we can't make it on our own. So take our hands, Hold them tight, for we can't walk alone. Amen. Now, listeners, listeners, take a second. Feel God clutching your hand. He should be holding it tight. And we know we are protected. Amen. Now, when conflict occurs, the natural reaction is to blame someone else and to defend yourself. But believers, listeners, must respond differently. Thankfully, the Lord has enabled us to remain calm rather than react angrily. So praying first is always the best response in a crisis. And when we do, God supernaturally provides us with what we cannot muster up ourselves. Remember that the Lord perfectly understands the source of every problem. He can give us insight beyond our limited perspective. And perhaps there's been a communication breakdown or a feeling of jealousy on the other person's part, or a mistake we unknowingly make, the Holy Spirit can show us how to approach our accuser and see beyond any hurtful words or actions. It's called spiritual discernment. Now, our human nature wants to react quickly so that we can defend ourselves. And that is why, listeners, we must first deliberately focus our attention on the Lord and experience the inward peace that he alone makes available to us. Now, I don't want to make this sound like it's easy or automatic. This is something that as followers of Jesus, we need to just focus and work on. And a quiet spirit is one of them. Okay? Now, remember that Jesus told his disciples that the Holy Spirit would give them wise words to say when they are faced with hostile authorities. It's true. And he will do the same for you. So first, let us ask God, to put a seal 
on our lips until he shows us what to say and when. And if you read Psalm 141, it's very good. You can also read John chapter 14 to support us in this area. So the main thing, listeners, is we don't have to react to criticism with anger and self-protection the way the world does. Instead, we are called to represent Christ in every situation depending on him. In responding as he directs, we bring him glory and cause other unbelievers, other just cause unbelievers to want to know the source of our strength. When we respond to him as he directs and we bring him glory, we cause unbelievers to want to know the source of our strength. Amen. Hallelujah. I always say thank you, Jesus, for such a good word. Good word. Thank you. And Galatians 1, chapter 6, verse 9 says, The word of God is truth that's living and able to penetrate human souls. Consider how powerful scripture is. It can change hearts. It can save lives from eternal condemnation. And it does give hope to the hopeless. And just know that the Bible is a battleground of the devil. The devil will do his best to destroy the messages and the truth. And in fact, it has been the devil, our enemy, his continuous goal since he chose to turn from God. His goal has been to bring us down and we will not let that happen. Usually our Heavenly Father will graciously let us know in advance the outcome of this ongoing battle and truth will always prevail. But while the Lord has the ultimate victory, the devil can gain ground among individuals and his tactics are dangerous and deceptive to the unsuspecting. So let's not be the unsuspecting. Let's put on the armor of the Lord and let's be prepared at every turn for where the devil might try to seep in. So we should carefully guard ourselves against attacks which are hard to recognize unless we are prepared. We're going to be prepared. Now, false teachings is one of the devil's preferred tactics for leading us astray. 
And at first glance, such instruction often seems to align with the scripture, but do not be misled by deception. Two things are essential for standing firm against slippery falsehoods. Number one, be well grounded in truth of God's word and listen to the Holy Spirit. Only then can we recognize any errors or pitfalls that the devil has put on our path. Remember that the enemy longs to mislead believers so that we will be ineffective for God's kingdom. And he wants to keep all the unsaved souls as far away from salvation as he can. So do you see, listeners, how we have a job, we have a duty, we have a calling, we have a responsibility to help our friends prepare for battle, to help our friends who have unsaved souls to bring them to the Lord in any way that we can. All of us need to grow in the knowledge of truth and to lean on God's spirit to guide us moment by moment. So starting today, listeners, don't judge others because of their sins. That's not our place. If you identify sin in your neighbor, you know, as well as in yourself, then make haste to repent and undo it. Talk about God a lot. And it's funny because people may react a different way. People may walk away. But the bottom line is you have planted the seed in their head, God's name, the presence of God, the fact that you believe in God, that right there is placing an anointing on someone next to you. Because no matter what, if they walk out of the elevator, if they walk out of the door, if they walk away from you in the aisle of a grocery store, You have planted the seed of God's name. It could be a simple, God bless you today. And if you're going through anything, my neighbor, my friend, you can say this. If you're going through anything, my neighbor, my friend, my brother, my sister, just know that lean on God and he's going to handle it. And can you imagine how just that word, those sen- that sentence could change someone's day. We may not get to see it change. We may not. But God will make sure their day changes. I like that. Speak the anointing of God's name on another. And then you walk away. How about that? (laughs) Oh, listeners, it is my joy to pray with you every day. 
Uh, today we had a few messages, but God is present and we want to take advantage of every chance we get to hear from him, get his direction. And I do believe that he is guiding me and he speaks through me. And every morning that he wakes me up to do this podcast, I know that I am doing God's will, that I am being obedient, that I am blessed. Come back tomorrow. We'll pray some more. We got these blessings started for today. Bye for now.